The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Just get in your mouth. Get in my mouth. <laughs> or... Get in my belly! <laughs> yeah! yeah! <laughs> Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, catchphrase time. Oh, oh! Uh-huh. Get! You know in. In my belly? Oh! Get in my belly! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it was just so much fun. I've just never seen it. You've I've ne- never seen Austin Powers. I never did that whole thing. You've never seen the movie? You just... Get in my belly! <laughs> I know that I can say that fairly close to him, and it yeah. makes my significant other, his aw- like his jaw drops every time. He's like, I can't say belly the way you... He's like, bell... What? Belly! in my belly! And it's sad that that's what, you know, I think makes him attracted to me. <laughs> so I've got that going for me. You can impersonate a Mike Myers character <laughs> yeah. from a movie you've never seen? <laughs> I've got cones in my crap bigger than you. <laughs> How do you know all that? You he just, fed me the lines. He fed you the lines. Doug fed you the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's love. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> do you say, hey, say this? Yeah, well, then he would show me a clip of Fat Bastard. Oh, so I could okay. really, really get it in my head. So you could sell it. Yeah, <laughs> so I could sell it. Well, okay. I also never knew why you, like, his whole family is constantly saying, women be shopping, yeah. women be shopping. And finally, I was like, where is that from? And he's like, it's from Dave Chappelle's little stand-up clip in The Nutty Professor. I was like, that's what you've been quoting? Yeah. That's what you've been it's quoting? Like- <laughs> women be shopping. And it's it, it's the dumbest PG version of Dave Chappelle I've ever seen. The clip oh. is great, though. But you it's, know what? Women do be shopping. They be shopping. <laughs> Women be shopping. Well, there's no way for me to segue from women be shopping into <laughs> into, <what? laughs> into the matter at hand. Into the matter at hand. What I've been thinking about this week. Yes. Uh, and what I've been thinking about is motivation. Mm. Drive. Uh. What <laughs> what drives me? Like the sorts of things, because I'm making some big changes in my life right now right? Uh, that I'm not quite ready to talk about yet. But I am uh, really having a question, what drives me? Like what my motivations are and what gets me to the next level? Like what gets me to the... And I had to think about it like, am I satisfied right now? Like that's a question that I had to ask myself. Like right now, am I satisfied with my life? And the answer is yes. I'm actually very satisfied with my life right now. But I think a lot of people equate satisfaction to stagnancy. That if you're satisfied, then you're stagnant. You're not going to be where, you're not going to go any higher than you are. You're not going to be any more successful. You're not going to make any more money if you're satisfied. And I don't buy that at all. And I think that that belief keeps a lot of people unhappy. Uh, and I think, especially in the entertainment industry, mm. I think it, <laughs> it keeps a lot of people happy, unhappy. But I think it works across the board for anybody that's looking to climb in any sort of career whatsoever. Uh, but I think what 
the satisfaction should be is that it, it's a satisfaction of a path. Like I'm satisfied with the path that I'm on right now, uh, but I've also got a lot of patience with the path that I'm on right now. Uh, and that's just that was something I just wanted to say is that you know that satisfaction and ambition are not mutually exclusive. At all. I do feel, though, that I think that satisfaction is a very general term in, in this is. sense. Yeah. You can be satisfied with one part of your life and still be ambitious in another part of your life as well. Oh. You know, it's like satisfied relationship. But, but, you know, my career isn't really where I'm going. I think a big problem with satisfaction is in... <laughs> I spilled a bottle of. I'm I trying to keep of, it up. I spilled a bottle of water, and I'm trying to not break the fucking momentum here. But also, you here. spilled a bottle of water that has a circus label on it, and I can't get away from this. It, you're drinking circus water. It's, it's, it's called du- Blizzard Spring. No, it's W. B. Masons. Who but W. B. Mason? Isn't that a circus? <laughs> Isn't that a fucking circus? No, I think W. B. Mason is like a department store up here in the Northeast. Where did you get that water? I bought it at the sweatshop. <laughs> I was playing drums, and they and I owed twelve dollars on my drum session, and they had a fifteen dollar minimum. And he said, "Why don't you just buy three bottles of water?" And I said, "Yes." And so now I've been—it's just been taking me out of the moment. <laughs> I've been staring at the water. I'm like, "Is it circus water?" Water? I'm jittery. I'm jittery these days, okay? Like, I've, I'm just very, I'm very jittery, and I knocked over my bottle of water. But yes, satisfaction in some satisfaction. parts of your life. Satisfaction, are we satisfied? Not, I am very, <laughs> I'm sassified. I'm sassified. I'm sassified. I, what I wanted to say. Claire, it's got it, Claire, it's got it. <laughs> I, I've been seeing, noticing a lot, at least with a lot of my single friends now which is like single in like your late 20s early 30s is a is a very different beast mm. than it is in your earlier years um and i feel like satisfaction is something that is non-existent we're in a world where you can have whatever you want mm. and anything is attainable that it makes you unhappy with your uh your options and the present mm. when it comes to relationships where it's like I think that a lot of people freak out which is like I did I just happened to do it in my early 20s where I'm like yes I'm satisfied in my relationship but what if I could be more satisfied yeah. and then you feel like oh but that's I'm just being ambitious I just believe in myself that oh I'm not satisfied so I believe in myself to get something better whereas that's scary as well sometimes mm. I think satisfaction is a much scarier thing than ambition you think so? I do. I think I think that uh, I think it's really easy to say that you're satisfied, and very easy to say that you're not satisfied. Mm. But how do you change it? What do you like? What would you change to make yourself satisfied? However, it is a big cave that you live inside when you're like, "No, I'm satisfied." Yeah, I'm satisfied with it. I don't like the word satisfied. You don't like it? I don't think I like it. Okay, so what would you replace it with? Happy. Happy, huh? Yes. Hmm. I think that like I think there's a difference between being satisfied and being happy. Hmm. And maybe being satisfied is uh, somewhat of a term to use like maybe maybe being satisfied and being ambitious, uh, maybe you're ambitious in order to be happy. Yes, exactly. I think yeah. that happiness and ambition go hand in hand where like satisfaction is complacency satisfaction is purgatory it's the place in between unhappiness and happiness exactly Mm. and so where do you go how do you get out of purgatory you don't you Mm. just stay especially not if you're a dead baby yeah (laughs) 
Marcus. <laughs> this is not the podcast for that. I don't even know if what I'm fucking saying is making sense. It does. It's making complete and total sense. I, I think it's just, I think that satisfaction is something very scary. Whereas I see, you know, I have members of my like family back home in Florida that I would say that they are satisfied with their lives. Mm. But I would say they have no ambition. Yeah. Because they got it. I wouldn't call them happy. I would say they are satisfied. Mm hmm. And I hope to never really say that I'm satisfied with anything in my life. Yeah. I'm happy about a lot of things. I also have a lot of ambition to change a bunch of shit because I feel like when you're ambitious and you're happy about something, you're going to go through a lot of unhappiness yeah. to get happy again. If yeah. you're going to move through, like take ambition that you know it's a rocky thing. And so you're going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to jump from here to this level. I'm going to see if I can make it. But in the middle of that jump, you're usually unhappy. Yeah. Any kind of change <laughs> is horrifying. Yeah. And even if it's a positive change, even if it's just like a change in your career path or a change for the better or anything, it's scary and it's hard. And I think that that's what keeps a lot of people satisfied. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Maybe satisfaction isn't such a great place to be, but you know, but it is. An okay place to be. It's an okay place it's to an, be. It's an okay place to be. It's an okay place to ride out the rest of your life. There's nothing wrong with being satisfied. Yeah. I just don't choose it. <laughs> <laughs> I will never be satisfied, unfortunately. And I'm saying this much to my chagrin. Yeah. I wish I could be. There's a lot of me that wishes that I could be. But I'm not. I'm forever going to be fussy. I like to refer to myself as being fussy like a child. You're a bit fussy. I'm yeah. fussy. Yeah. I'm, I'm constantly just like, this isn't exactly what I want. <laughs> this isn't where I want to be. This project that I'm working on isn't going to take me where I need it to go. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a much better way to be about things. Yeah. But sometimes fussy. Oh, my satisfaction is in my head. There you go. <laughs> See, you got to bring it out. You got to get it out into the physical world. You got to manifest that shit. Yeah, I'm good. You are doing it. You're trying to be like, oh no, I'm so fucking lackadaisical. You're no. not. No, no, no. I'm, I'm completely, I'm going for shit. I'm fucking on my way. Constantly. Fucking, yeah, yeah, constantly going for shit. You're constantly just not screaming way. about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're not screaming about it the way I am because no. I'll scream about it any fucking second of the day. No. No, no, no. I'm chill. Yeah, you're fucking something. <laughs> but it's interesting, though, because also I feel like chill people are seen as unambitious. Absolutely, yeah. In fact, I mean, I am very worried about seeming un unambitious. I'm very worried about seeming lazy. Or anything like that, because Which I am you're the opposite of. Well, but I'm still worried about it. Yeah. But it is also because I take those moments to chill. Right. Uh, I take days off. I need days off, and I fucking demand days off. Like I have two days off a week, and I have done that for three years now, and it's working out pretty fucking good. I'm not burnt out. I'm not stressed. I feel beholden to no one. Like I. Demand that time, and that's part of why I'm chill. If I worked six days a week, if I worked seven days a week, I would be a completely different person. I would be screaming about it. I would be much more frustrated. But because I have that time to kind of reflect, and because I have that time to chill, and because I have that time to fucking turn off, then 
the chillness tends to come. Unfortunately, these days, a lot of people, um, not just people in the fucking entertainment business, but, you know, people just out there uh, trying to survive are having to work two jobs to fucking survive. It's the American way. It, well, it is it now. It is the American way. <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's, it didn't used to be. It wasn't no. always this fucking way, but it is now. It's crazy, though, because I think it's really easy to see someone as not working hard enough. Yeah. You know, it's like I constantly hear from my very conservative family. They're like, oh, someone will Food stamps just isn't working hard enough. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you fucking talking about? No. No, that's not how it is. And it's interesting because, like, I happen to work for a person. That, yeah, I fucking work my ass off in my day job. But she does believe in giving. We have three weeks off in the year. Mm-hmm. Even though that's not as much as overseas gets mm-hmm. because they do believe in quality of life. They do believe in taking the time to mm-hmm. uh, to live and to really, you know, get to know yourself and to have a fucking break. And that is something that does not exist here. No. Um, unless you find a, a job where it, at least just a little bit of it and, you know, just a little taste of it makes you not want to throw up every morning when you wake (laughs) up to go to work you know and it's just it's just really scary sometimes where it's just like oh am I just gonna work I'm gonna burn out Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna burn myself out but that's also been ingrained in me that's how you get anywhere that's my ambition if I'm not exhausted and if I did wasn't up from 5 a.m. and I get home at 1 o'clock in the morning if I didn't do that I feel like I fucking wasted my day which is Dumb. It's dumb. It's so dumb. I'll go ahead and tell you right now. That's fucking dumb. I know. But it's so built into who I am as a human being that I have to try and and tell myself that, like, it's like if I go home to Florida, my mom always says, I know you need two days to wind down after you get here because it's like I'm so on edge that I need two full days to just be like, Oh, okay. Yeah, for every for your fucking okay. butthole to unclench. Yeah, and yeah. like and we were just talking about this before the podcast. Like, I want to throw my phone out. Yeah. I want to get rid of it. Can't we start it? Can't this be our generation? I want to fucking get rid of the phones. Nah, it's I'm like done. Two I don't generations w- after us are gonna do that. Oh my it's gonna come at some point. It is, yeah. We gotta unplug. Yeah. And it was kind of nice. It was in Canada over the fucking weekend, and my phone didn't work. And I was just like, at first, like, my phone doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was just like, cool. My phone doesn't work. Yeah. And then you know what happened when I got back from fucking Canada? Slammed in the face. Slammed in the face. Yeah. You're not working hard enough. And I'm not. But you know what? All you can do is try, try again. (laughs) I think you're doing okay. Ambition, satisfaction, happiness. Which will you choose? Uh, satisfaction. Am I being probably. crazy? <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't think there's. I don't think there's really anything wrong with satisfaction. I mean, I think this might be one of the very few times that we disagree. On I think show. we disagree. I think we do. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm pretty good with satisfaction because satisfaction for me, just satisfaction, is extremely hard to obtain. Right, you know, and then that's a whole different fucking ball game. Yeah, you and, know, and there's been so many times in my life where I have not been, and in fact, I would say most of my life where I have not been satisfied with anything. The only things that I have been satisfied with is static things, like my family. Always been satisfied with my family. That's never that has never been an issue uh, for my entire adult life. Never had to worry about that. But everything else, yeah. Just satisfied with 
Nothing. Absolutely nothing. No matter how well things are going, uh, no matter how uh, happy I should be uh, or how satisfied I should be with where I am and how lucky I fucking have been throughout the years, uh, satisfaction was something that was very, very fucking difficult for me to obtain. Uh, And now that I've obtained it, it's sort of like, you know what? I think I'm good. I don't think I, I think I'm good. Like I think I can hang out here. This is pretty fucking good. And I think another reason why uh, that's that works for me is because being bipolar, uh, happiness is very close to manic. Uh, it is they are fucking they are twin sisters, man. Uh, and but one of them is evil and destructive, and the other is good and nurturing. But um, the good and nurturing one looks exactly like the evil and destructive one. Uh, so to me, happiness is a possibly terrifying, possibly dangerous uh, state of being. Uh, so I have, I guess you could say I've made do with satisfaction. Yes, I mean, that's not to say that I don't feel moments of like sheer, complete and total happiness. But prolonged happiness, that ain't for me. It's not gonna. It's just not gonna happen, uh, and I'm cool with that. I've accepted that. I don't. I don't think I need to go any further than that. Um, but I think it's interesting, though, is that where whereas we um, we agree often. I think it's funny. It's interesting because this is where our brains disagree. It's like I feel yes. like we're almost saying the same fucking thing, but it's how your bipolar disorder sees it, and it's how my manic anxiety disorder sees it yeah. whereas it's like I can't ever be satisfied because I'm too fucking worried and stressed out that I'll never be like satisfied Make is a bad word for me yeah. and it's interesting I think it's just how the different disorders see it and deal with it yeah. that it's like no I, I never I, I also feel that same way where it's like no I've never been satisfied I've never but it's like I've been happy at times mm-hmm. but I've never been satisfied because you're right satisfaction is something that's very difficult to attain and I think it's something that scares me yeah because once you're satisfied it's like well then then what then what do i hate about myself yeah then what am i scared of and it's like so i think it's interesting where it's just like that's just what our brains fucking say i think that a lot of people would listen to this conversation and i'm sure everybody out there has their own viewpoints of how they feel about their own lives and if you do definitely write in and let us know about that kind of shit because like this it's so that's really fucking interesting isn't it though yeah yeah and and this also proves to our larger point that nothing that we say on here is universal no 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 and I think and I think that's an important thing for for all of you guys out there to remember is that nothing we say on here is universal we're just hashing out our shit yeah yeah we're just hashing out our our shit and hoping and and hoping that you know maybe you can relate to it at some point or another also that it makes you think about this Marcus brought up this idea right before the podcast was like yeah I'm fucking talking about that sure. <laughs> yeah I can fucking I can talk about that yeah. but it just made me like actually think about it yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and this was just it was just a, something that I had said during therapy this week is I just said yes yeah, like yeah satisfaction uh, is not mutually exclusive from ambition and yeah this is very much blossomed out from here but we uh, we always we always uh, stress out there that that our our word is not law, you know, and, and that uh, our word is not universal, uh, and the things that we say aren't universal, and don't try to bend uh, the things we say to cater to you. It's up to you, completely up to you, to figure these things out. 
on your own. Yeah, just think about it. Or on your own or with a mental health professional. Hopefully with a mental health professional. <laughs> Let's hope with a mental health professional. But I think that's what it, it's more so just like, oh, have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. What do you feel about this? And I think that that is an interesting, you know, it's like you never know until you actually, you know, either write it down or talk to somebody about it of mm-hmm. like, oh, I actually feel this way. Yeah. Which, you know, it's like I've had that with a lot of things in my life where it's like I never really knew how I felt about religion until someone asked me how I felt about it. And when you put things into your own words and you actually think about it for yourself and are forced to either write it down or say it out loud, you're like, huh, I didn't know I felt that way. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know I felt like this until we started talking about it. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys have any of your thoughts about this, uh, send them to us at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Uh, and if uh, any of you out there have any questions or comments, uh, cavecomedyradio at gmail.com, again, is the email address. And we did get uh, a response last week. You know, we talked about, you know, odd friends that we have throughout life. And we got a uh, we got an email from superfan Ano. Uh, who listens to every single one of the Cave Comedy radio shows. Can we call him Captain Seaman? <laughs> captain Seaman. Captain Seaman, yeah. as in Seaman. Se- like he's the <laughs> captain of all of the Seamen. Yes, a captain of all of the guests. <laughs> yes, we can. We absolutely can. Uh, but this is what he said. Hey, Marcus, just heard your request for stories about weird friends, and this came to me right away. My mom had a friend when I was younger that had sons that were a bit older than me. I used to just hang out with them and play, skateboard, and all that good stuff. All of a sudden, all the sons were gone. Turns out they all went to jail for murder and attempted murder. Oh! Turns out they were very dangerous gang members and even had me going along with some of their quote unquote missions. It was extremely weird because I never realized it until I gave it serious thought once I was older. So, yeah, hope this was the kind of story you wanted. Yes, that is exactly the story. Kind of that is it's fucking hilarious. First of all, I mean we know where it's coming from. Like if we didn't know him, yeah, I I feel like it wouldn't be. It would be more scary. Yeah, but no, no, no. Even if I didn't know him, I'd, I'd, uh, I would be scared for him. I have casually hung out with criminals many a time throughout my life without knowing they were gangbangers, criminals, not gangbangers, but definitely criminals. Yeah, you know, like where you go. Gangbanger's a whole different. I mean, I don't know. I had my roommate dated a gangbanger for a while, and that was rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I grew up with wannabe gangbangers. They were so cute. Wannabe gangbangers are so so much different. They were so cute. They were fucking adorable. We had a what was it? There was a street in our town called uh, Lincoln Street, and they called themselves the Lincoln Street Locos. God, what idiots. <laughs> oh, they were, oh, God, man. They were the most they ever, it was the most, the pitiful thing, the only crime they ever uh, committed, and it was just such a piece of shit crime, is they beat up this, like, middle-aged Mexican immigrant for, like, $30. Oh, that's awful. It was awful. That's awful. Like, that's the best they met. That and, like, you know, picking on all the other kids, but yes. Lincoln Street Locos. Man, they were fucking Locos. <laughs> they were su- they were super <laughs> loco. So I started my own gang. I We were called the Crazy Eights. Oh, no. <laughs> Did he have t-shirts? No, yeah. no. No, but we all carried around a playing card that had an oh, eight on it. Oh, no. Crazy eight. Oh, you know no. Did was, you do anything in the crazy eight? You know who was in that gang? Who? Me. 
Yeah, I knew you, I, you said you were in the gang. Yeah, it sounds it like, man, if I had any friends, I'd be in the gang. But no, everyone wanted to be in the fucking Lincoln Street Locos. No one wanted to be in the Crazy Eights with fucking Marcus. They also nicknamed Jackass at the same time. Oh, Jackass Eights, though, you know? <laughs> That's all. Man, the I- Eight of Jackasses. <laughs> I was, this is this is not in the gangmanger territory, but I was talking to my mom about the weird friends story. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom, who is a not allowed to listen to this show. Of course She's not. not allowed to listen to any of her shows or do anything. And no, she knows nothing of what Henry and I actually do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I was talking to her about it, and she's like, uh, well, I'll give him a fake name. She's like, do you remember Larry? And I was like, whoa, haven't heard that name in a really long time. And it was this guy that taught me how to play piano growing up. Really weird fucking guy. Mm-hmm. And Henry would hang out with his son, who was also a really weird fucking kid. Yeah. And they used to play music together in his basement. And then she has all these tapes of the two of them playing and writing all... It's like fairly like... John and Yoko-esque like it's really really weird I didn't know that they were making all that music at the time Mm -hmm. and she was telling me all about it and she's like "Uh, yeah he was really weird I was like were you like was this like a side piece for you? <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. He was like way too weird for that. And I don't know why it kept going over there. And like we kept making this weird music. And then he would teach you how to play the the, the piano. And then Henry's upstairs hanging out with his kid. And you know what? He got arrested. <laughs> for what? And I was like, for what? She goes, I can't. I was like, well, for what? Nothing. She's like, all you know. She's like, I don't know where his wife is anymore. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? She won't tell me anything else, but this is a guy I haven't thought about since. It's like growing up in New York, so we were pretty young. Yeah. Okay, that, this, like, okay so this is in Queens. In this Queens. isn't in Florida. It's not in Florida. Okay. We were in Queens. We were really young. She's got all the weird tapes, which A, I'm going to listen to when I go home. Uh-huh. And I don't. I don't know anything about him. And I was like, I have, it's like burning a hole in my brain. But also it's like, why would you put your kids in that? If you were creeped <laughs> out by this dude and you're screaming, making this weird screechy music with a man, why would you invite your children along? Hey. She's like, what was I supposed to do? Leave you at home alone? I was like, I bet we probably would have liked it better. <laughs> But I did want to throw that out there because it's also another one of those things where it's like parents are people too. Yeah. And sometimes you're like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have put my kids in that situation because I was already creeped out myself. (laughs) Three times a week. Wow. Three times a week. So I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Uh Uh-huh. I, I don't know anything else, but I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try and update on the story because I really got <laughs> creeped out by it. Wow, uh, that's pretty amazing. Why Let's he, find why out did why he get arrested. Why did he get arrested? Did he go to prison? Don't know. No, we don't know. We don't, we don't know. We just know that his wife isn't around anymore. Yeah, but also like she could have left his ass. He's fucking creepy as shit. Could be. Interesting. Mm, very interesting. This is intriguing as fuck. <laughs> this is super intriguing. Weird yeah. friends and the family. Yeah. I bet other people have more weird fucking friends out there. Yeah. Right into us. Right into us, because I'm loving this. Like, this is fucking great. Like, this is just cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. If you've got a weird family friend or just a 
a weird friend that you remember that you, you know? remember from a kid because we've all had them and I want to hear more about this like this is like a book idea it's fun <laughs> yeah because that's why like I brought it up to her because like yeah. I knew we had to have at least one I mean she worked at a fucking 12 step store yeah <laughs> yeah who is the oddball in your life all right so what are we gonna call this uh this next person dude um how about goldfish killer goldfish <laughs> Goldfish killer. But like the crackers, not the actual fish. That's much better. <laughs> <laughs> Says, howdy, guys. I've been listening to CCR for about a year at this point, and I appreciate all the work and time everyone puts into all of the casts, even Holden. Goldfish killer! <laughs> <laughs> y'all really do brighten my day, and each makes life a bit kinder than it ever could be without y'all in it. It's with this in mind that I hope Sa'uha could help me with a problem I've been struggling to approach. My girlfriend and I have been dating long distance for about three years now, and I'm about to make the big move to see how we work together and if we're going to go to the next level. I'm equal parts excited and worried, but I'm overall looking forward to it. Save one thing, her friend. Neither of us are extroverted, so we don't have many friends. However, the few we do have, we care about deeply. I've met all of her friends, and I like all of them. Save one. Let's call her Jane. Jane seems decent enough when we're in a group, but I've had the displeasure of talking with her a few times after a long night of drinking. Unfortunately, at the time, only Jane and I were privy to the conversation, but in short, she said she was using my girlfriend to advance her, Jane's career, and that we, my girlfriend and I, weren't dating because we had a long-distance relationship. Obviously, neither statement won me over, but knowing how much my girlfriend cares for her friends, I held my tongue. I'm moving there, so I'm faced with the potential of weekly, possibly daily visits from Jane. I know my temperament well enough to realize disaster is looming. I love my girlfriend. I'd never give her an ultimatum, and I don't want to give Jane the power to cause any kind of unpleasantness in an otherwise great relationship. Any ideas on how to broach the subject, any help, is much obliged. Goldfish killer. Kill that bitch with kindness. (laughs) You think so? Yeah. I think that, like... It, she doesn't have a lot of friends. I think that there there is something to... I mean, the comment about you guys not actually dating because you're long distance, that's just fucking jealousy. Yeah. That's just bitch being jealous. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, you don't even know if it's true. That's the only issue. Like, before you actually make an action to talk to your girlfriend about this whole thing... Is, do you know all of the details? Yeah. Was she just saying something and get a rise out of you? Because it sounds like she's a bitch. And it sounds like, like, who knows why she said it? Who knows if it's true? And I don't think that you should make an ultimatum to your girlfriend or bring it to that kind of tension because it has nothing to do with your girlfriend right now. Nah. Wait till you get there, man. She is just a person. And I think that, like, if you guys have been dating online for three years, that means something. You're going to move out there. You guys have obviously seen each other back and forth to a point where you've seen this girl multiple times, which means you've seen each other a good amount. Yeah. And I think that it's like you move out there. There's going to be a night when you guys are all out drinking. Ask her what she meant by it. Mm -hmm. Get more information. Before you talk about anything, before you make a stir in anything, just get a little more information. Yeah. I think you need to do some, some recon on this one. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's no. I don't think there's any quick fixes here, and there's no snap judgments to be made. Definitely not. Especially if she was wasted too. Yeah, it's like she's she could just be jealous 
altogether. And also ask yourselves, like, do you like her when... That do you not like her because of these statements? Like, was she fine before she made these statements, and these statements kind of made make you a little? Uh, that, that's why you don't like her. Because there's two definite, there's two big differences there. Like, if you just don't like her flat out, uh, that's one thing. But if you don't like her because she said these things. Just being antagonistic. Yeah, just being antagonistic. And also the type of people who say these things are just kind of shitty in general. Uh, and using your girlfriend to advance her career, like, you know, ask her, it's like, what did you mean by that? What the, What is that? What do you mean using her to advance your career? Like, what? Uh, and <laughs> just saying, like, okay now, okay, now that I live here and we're officially dating, get fucking real with me. Like, what is, you know, what's your problem? Because it also sounds like she has a problem with you. You know, yes. if she's, it, that's really what it sounds like. It sounds like she's got a problem with you for one fucking reason or another. Uh, and you need to get to the bottom of that. You need to find out why she has some sort of problem with you. Uh, and I know, and, and, you know, it does suck when you're, introverted and you don't have a whole lot of friends and you find out one of those friends is kind of shitty that's really fucking tough because you know i know people it's it, it takes a lot to let people in uh and then once they get in and it turns out that they're kind of fucked like that hurts like if it comes to the point where you need to tell your girlfriend about this stuff or you need to talk to her about it now what do you think about that do you think he ever needs to talk to her about any of this stuff or I is think it after conditional? The, I think after the recon. Yeah. Depending on what she says. If it's something that was just a fucking jerk-off piece of shit thing to say, mm -hmm. there's no reason to bring it up. Because you know what? A lot of our significant others have friends we don't really like that much. Yeah. And you know what you do? You put on a face and you deal with it because they are their friends. You know you're not going to become best friends with this person, but it's not going to kill you to just put up with it. Yeah. If they're not meddling in your relationship, which it sounds like this girl could do because for some reason, like what Marcus said, she's got something going on with yeah. you. Like she's not happy. I personally think just as an outsider's viewpoint that she's just jealous. Mm -hmm. But find out more information and depending on what she says if she says something like diabolical and something that's just really shitty like she's out she's gunning for your girlfriend mm -hmm. maybe you don't even need to go to your girlfriend about it maybe you need to just be like hey step off mm -hmm. the fuck out of here and and like I I'm like I I don't think that you should be talking to her about like that. I don't think you should be doing that to her. And I think that you are not a very nice person. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Sometimes that really just slaps somebody upside the head. Yeah. Especially a friend of an introvert, which like is she an introvert as well? Saying something that that like in a nice way, like I don't think what you said is very nice. Mm -hmm. Why are you being like that? It's kind of shaming them. Yeah. Might make them step off that. But then sometimes when you like, but don't go in there thinking that it's going to like that they're going to change their ways because sometimes you tell people that and they will laugh at you. Right. But they will be they will double down on being a shitty fucking person. But you also don't want it to make a wedge between you and your girlfriend. God, no. For no fucking reason. Like if she's just a piece of garbage, you deal with the piece of garbage. Mm -hmm. and, and And that sucks to say, but like. 
you guys, like, yes, you've had a relationship for three years, but starting over, you're basically just, you're starting a new chapter of your life. It's like when you move in with somebody that you're starting a new chapter. You don't need any more waves yeah. than you already got going on. It's already really fucking hard to do it. And I would say play it cool, man. Yeah, just dude. play it cool for a while. Do a little bit of recon. If you need to step in, step in at this bitch and not at your girlfriend. Absolutely. All right, well, that's all we got for today. If you've got anything uh, to send to us, once again, capecomedyradio at gmail.com is the address. Goldfish Killer! Goldfish Killer! And I really like that name. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> like, it's, it really rolls off the tongue. Goldfish Killer. Ah, Goldfish Killer! The man with the, <laughs> the fishy man. touch! <laughs> let's get out of let's here. Get out. Yeah, let's go. Let's go.